This is Chris Charles, Vital Features, and with me on the line this evening, I have paranormal investigator Riley Black, founder of Black Cross Paranormal. And how are you this evening, Riley? I'm good, Chris. How are you? I'm great. It's a pleasure to have you with me. Thank um, you. First off, I understand you grew up on a reservation in Arizona. I did. Uh, what is your ethnic background? I am Chiricahua. My father was uh, a Chiricahua Native American, and uh, we grew up in southern Arizona. Mm-hmm. I see. Um, you're also an empath. Yes. Uh, did you know other empaths while growing up? No, I didn't even know any of that existed until the late 80s, the early 90s. Mm-hmm. I see. And I just, you know, when I started to realize that there were other people out there that had the same ability that I have, it just became uh, a little bit more nice to know that people, you know, don't think that I'm so crazy after all. Mm-hmm. Oh. I see. How did you come to settle in Providence, Rhode Island, where you are now? My husband, Stephen, is from Providence, Rhode Island. Uh-huh. So I came here to live with him. I see. Um, what was your uh, first experience with the paranormal? My very first experience. Um, my grandmother's house was built in the late 1800s, mm-hmm. and uh, one of the rooms in the home was um, uh, made especially for uh, people who were sick, who were dying, mm-hmm. and uh, it was brought by a huge picture window, so um, uh, if somebody did die, the visitors could come by the window and, and visit and, you know, uh, pay their respects that way without disturbing the family. Right. Um, come to find out, there was 15 family members that uh, were in that room that had passed away and were displayed. Uh, in the 1970s, that room became my bedroom. Ah. I started hearing and seeing all sorts of things that I never, never even knew existed. You know, I knew something was different about me because um, when I was a little girl, animals would come up to me at ease. The horses on the ranch, they would they would come to me with with, with not even a call. They would just walk over to me. Mm-hmm. They would follow me everywhere. I it was see. like I, I had this just natural ability to, you know, to feel their energy, to feel their ease, you know. I see. Then when I uh, moved to Pennsylvania, that's when all of this started to happen. Mm-hmm. My grandmother lives, uh, well, she lived in an old coal mining town in Nicholson, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you say the traditional beliefs of your ancestors uh, play a role in your paranormal investigations? I do. Um, I find that uh, some of the things that I do, um, being Native American, yeah. um, does help out during these investigations. Um, I usually can uh, tell by the way that things are um, uh, naturally, like uh, the elements. Um, how things are going to go during an investigation, which blows people's minds every time. I do it on a ghost tour with a demonologist Carl Johnson down at Slater Mill. Mm-hmm. All the time we do, uh, we take ghost tours around that mill because it's very haunted. Mm-hmm. So uh, we do it, and um, I also like to use a lot of sage uh, before and after. Um, I always do protection rituals. Um, to protect myself and my family because I don't want to bring anything home with me. I see. And I have brought things home with me, so I've learned by trial and error. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever investigated any reports of paranormal activity and it turned out 
that there was a plausible explanation for the occurrences and it wasn't the, the paranormal? All the time. People mm -hmm. uh, would give us a call um, freaked out because, you know, they would hear noises that would go on in their house that uh. they had never experienced before. And, you know, they would, they would start reading up on things or watching the shows on TV and it would freak them out. And um, then, they, you know, they might get the wrong team to come into their house mm -hmm. and uh, tell them something that's going on to freak them out even more. Yeah, like some charlatans. Yeah. Exactly. Just to find out that... And it turns out it was pipes, a raccoon or something. Exactly. Uh -huh. Yeah, right on. And we, we, you know, sit down with them and we, we show them in great detail what is making that noise so they not only see it for themselves but they they know that they can fix the issue um, sometimes we have uh, families that would come in um, and we'd find out you know they would they'd be on drugs or they'd be the one oh my god this one family in Florida um, the grandmother had uh, uh, came to us um, and I guess her daughter and the daughter's boyfriend were doing drugs in the next room mm -hmm. Uh, cooking uh, crystal meth, uh, and the vapors from the meth was uh, making her hallucinate. Oh god! Yep, that was the worst one we've ever uh, had to deal with. But um, when we figured all that out and got her the proper attention that she needed um, and notified the police, uh, uh, it was um, she. She kind of, she felt better. She she had no idea any of this was going on. Oh, yeah. I see. Great. Well have a lot of integrity there yeah um, let's have you um ever visited someplace where you felt certain there was paranormal activity but it turned out there wasn't any there's paranormal activity that goes on around us all the time it's just that we don't uh usually notice it um when you're doing you know paranormal I mean, something really strong or extreme you felt um that was like oh hell no i'm not going in there type mm -hmm. deal yeah um a couple places, yeah. Uh, there are some state schools that are up here, up this way in New England that are, have been abandoned. And mm -hmm. even though we have permission to walk on the property, but do not enter the buildings because some of them are condemned, and we don't enter the buildings because of asbestos and other poisonings, right. um, you could just walk on the property and be like, oh, no, 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 they don't want us here. You know, because uh, there was a lot of bad that went on in those state schools, you know, for the um, mentally challenged. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. So know, those, those are the real bad ones. Now, I know you've visited many places uh, that are said to be haunted and have uh, long histories of having paranormal activities. Um, I'm here in San Francisco. Are you familiar with the history of the Queen Anne Hotel here in San Francisco, particularly that of Room 410? The Queen Anne Hotel, Room 410. Uh -huh. Ever heard anything about it or... Yes and no. Okay. Um, if you refresh my memory, um, because it, I have it on the uh, right there, you know, but you have to just hear a little bit more of the story. Mm -hmm. Like, I know that there have been, uh, there's been a movie about the Room 410. Yeah. Um, that I think Stephen King made a movie. Um, yeah. I'm not sure about, oh, 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 the sh you mean The yeah. Shining? No, 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 yep. no. Uh, uh, Stephen King made a movie about Room 410, I think. Oh, I see. Uh, in the hotel. With John Cusack. Um, let's see, there's... Uh, you got me on that one. I'll have to look that up. <laughs> is that where American Horror Story right now is being filmed? Not that I'm aware of. Um, there's a, In San Francisco, the Queen Anne Hotel has a long history of uh, ghosts and hauntings. Actually, there's a man, his name is Jim Fassbinder. 
he gives a, a nightly tour of the area and the Queen Anne, and mm-hmm. he is the one, the authority to speak to regarding its history. Um, and I know that it's almost impossible to book that hotel on Halloween night, even if you have the money that it would go for. He, he has it booked on Halloween night, and he gives a ghost tour, and uh, he's very informed. And he's not, he has a lot of integrity, he's not the charlatan type. Right, right. Um, so he's really the guy to uh, speak yeah, with. Yeah, October's for, a really crazy month for paranormal investors. We are so, so busy. Mm-hmm. Uh, trying to get everything that we want to get done. We plan all year for, you know, uh, this month in particular. Yeah. Um, so much, I, I stressed out, I broke out in shingles. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know if you know what they are, but it's like yeah, a lot. So I guess sex. you had chicken pox as a child. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I did. My mother, my mother believed that, um, you know, the old housewife's tale, if you bathe them in the same bath water, mm-hmm. the two kids get them at the same time. So you don't have to go through it twice. Um, I know, uh, let's see, you said you're also a Wiccan. Do you uh, practice Wicca rituals? I do, actually, out in my backyard. My neighbors think I'm a trip. Ah, well, I can imagine. <laughs> um, now, I know some Wiccans see the God and Goddess a little differently than others. Right. Um, Wiccans do. It depends, I guess, on the individual and their beliefs. Uh, how do you see the Goddess? Since this is a website about just the ladies, I'll just ask you how you see the Goddess. How I see her, I see her as my mother. Um, uh, when I go out there uh, in the backyard, and I usually do it in the early mornings, like five o'clock in the morning, I'll go out there. The birds are are, are doing their their uh, thing, and it's mm-hmm. a uh, bird's botanical garden. And I just I people pray to God, and they pray in churches. I pray in my backyard, and I and I and I ask, you know, I, I call her mother because she's the mother of us all. She's the mother of Earth. She's the mother of nature. She's the mother of of life itself, mm-hmm. so um, you know, I that's how I address the goddess. You know, mm-hmm. um, I always, if I ever ask for anything, and this is very, very important. A lot of people don't do this, and it comes back on them. When you ask the goddess for something, even if it's the minor thing, like the smallest little thing, right. you gotta give something back in return. Because if you don't give something back, she'll take it, and it could be like. The worst thing that could you, you could have happen. So, mm. I always say, if you even a wish, even if you if, even if it's just a wish, I always I always give something back. Like I'll go plant a flower out in the backyard or something, you know, uh-huh. um, something in that nature. Uh-huh. I won't keep a bug that day, you know, it's something that I could do out of the kindness of my heart. Yeah. And people don't do that anymore. Mm. Uh, moving on to your modeling, we'll shift gears here. Uh, now, your Model Mayhem profile states you're six feet tall. Um, you're not quite the tallest lady I've ever interviewed. She was 6'2", but you're in the top five. So I'll ask you what I usually ask ladies of your stature. Uh, did you ever play basketball or volleyball when you were in school? I did. Mm-hmm. I did. I actually played center forward in my high school. Ah. And, um, I did. I played high school uh, volleyball, but I didn't go into college sport. Well, usually a coach will see a girl as tall as you and immediately say, hey, you got to try out for the team. I had a dollar for every time somebody had asked me, do you play basketball? I have mm-hmm. been rich. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Okay. Um, let's see. What about um, your photo shoots? What have been some of your most memorable photo shoots? I know you've done a lot of outdoor shoots. Um, we tried to, um, uh, during the wintertime, we try to plan what we're going to do in this three months that we have. Um, 
because we don't have a lot of time to get it done in. So uh, we'll look at different designs and ideas that uh, will come over online and we'll try to recreate the same kind of concept. Uh, last year was very memorable for us. We did a Native American photo shoot. Yeah, that's the one that caught my eye. Yeah, that one was a lot of fun. We had um, six horses, uh, 11 in total, but we only used six of them for a lot of those shoots because it was just us girls and, and my husband, Steven, who was taking a photo. So uh, controlling them all on a hot day is not easy. You yeah. Know? So, that, I mean, that in itself, we, I made all the costumes. So uh, that was a lot of fun. I'll never forget that. Mm-hmm. Um, you've also done some work as a background actress, I see, also uh, known as an extra. Yeah, that's, oh my God. What you know, I give a new effect to the people who do uh, film and television. Mm-hmm. I really do. Because I've never done television before. I've always done radio. Um, this uh, The first gig I ever got as a background actor was um, the background actor in the Ghostbusters film that's going to be released in 2016. Uh. Uh, when you guys watch that, look for me in there. Um, I'll definitely, you'll see me. Uh, look for in the rock and roll scene. Okay. Definitely. I can't really say any more about that. Well, at six I feet have... tall, you'll probably stand out. Oh, yeah. You can't miss me, man. They dress me all in chains, and, you know, I'm just, I'm there. Okay, cool. Uh, what are some of the uh, other more notable films or shows you've appeared in as a background actress? Um, right now, uh, we're working on um, a few movies that are in Providence. Uh, that are filming, which is nice. I have to get some clearance to work on one, but uh, it might be The Purge. Uh, what number is that? Three? <laughs> uh, purge, one, two, at least. Yeah, so. Okay, cool. That's the one. Yeah, we're going to be working on that one. Um, I still have to get clearance on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my doctor has to say, yes, I can go, because right now I'm sick with the with shingles I noticed in some of your photos uh, you've posed uh, with waterfalls in the background you seem to have a real penchant for waterfalls is that true I do I love waterfalls because I feel that the water cleanses your body and your soul nice. it's almost like baptism okay. you know mm-hmm. um, so when I when I do them I kind of like since I'm already out there in the elements I, I want to uh, use as much of the elements as I possibly can because I might not ever you know get to that area again Right. Okay. Um, different different uh, uh, water has different meaning, like rainwater, uh, waterfalls, ocean water, river water. Everything is used differently in Wiccan religion. Mm-hmm. So I, I like to collect some of that while I'm there. You know. That's okay. Uh, what is the significance of the tattoo on your right arm? That is Eve in the Garden of Eden. Um, she was the first one to commit the, all the sins. She's the one that breaks all the rules. That's mm-hmm. why. Outlaw, um, the dark. I guess they made it after me. I, I didn't even realize it until after it was done. I see. Okay, shifting gears again here. Uh, I've gathered that you really enjoy coffee. Would you say you're a coffee connoisseur? Yeah, actually, uh, in Arizona, a lot of uh, the places down there they have coffee houses where mm-hmm. you can come in and buy yourself a pot of coffee, or you could just you could taste samples, different ones of the of the beans coming up from Mexico. Mm-hmm. So I like I used to go down in there and try different espressos and and uh, different coffee in the morning. It's like the, one of the best things that you can actually have is is you know a good pot of coffee going and you know get it in you, get you in it fast, and get you going. What are your favorite coffees? 
Ooh, my favorite coffees. Right now, I'm digging on the French vanilla uh, and the hazelnut. Um, since that's what we have in the house. I mean, is there any any particular brand or any particular uh, bean from a certain uh, yeah, country? Like Deadly Grounds, uh, mm-hmm. they are uh, they're local. Um, I don't know. You got to look them up um, online. Um, but uh, every time I do an event, they're always there, and they have the best damn coffee I've ever had ever. And I always tell them, you know, I, I need to have this in my house. And when I do get it, it doesn't stay in the house very long. It's like they need to start selling it in stores. It's called Deadly Grounds. Deadly Grounds. Yep. Grounds, as in the earth. Yeah. Okay, cool. I'll have to remember that. I'll write that down. Um, now, when I first contacted you about this interview about a week ago, uh, you told me you were preparing for a big annual party. Can you tell me a little more about that? Oh, Lord. Yeah. Well, we have um, one party every year uh, because it's so damn big. We had to start being selective of the people that count to it. It's under, we call it the House of Blood, mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of the paranormal investigators will gather here. At your and home? Just relax and just... At, at your home? Like, your residence? Yeah, okay. at the house. Because the house is so big, that's why we call it the House of Black. Ah. Um, and just, you know, they, they kick back and just, you know, not have to worry about anything or anybody. And, and, you know, we all sit down with different ideas and come up with different things we want to do for... Uh, investigations or when we throw events or, you know, whatever the case may be. Now, is there a guest list? you know everyone that's going to be coming? Pretty much, yeah. So, um, every once in a while, uh, we'll have people that um, we just met, we'll bring them in um, so they can get a, a good feel. But we don't like to do it too much because the guests that do come, they come for a reason. They like to kick back and relax. They don't want to be bothered and ask too many questions. Mm-hmm. So as we speak, it's the 29th. Halloween is two days away so what are your plans for Halloween night absolutely nothing <laughs> um, actually my plans for Halloween night uh, I can't really go outside and and expose myself to the public as you know and pass out candy because I'm sick but uh, what I would do if I wasn't would be to go outside and pass out candy to the kids uh, they all call me the ghost lady yeah um, you get a lot of trick-or-treaters at your home Oh my god, it looks like The Walking Dead is walking down my street every year. They drop them off in van loads. Oh, really? Yeah, the last three years they had a call for police uh, control to come down and, uh, you know, just do the crowd control and watch the traffic because they, wow. they do fly through here really So I, I assume you're going to get the same this year? Probably, yeah. But, but uh, with you, you say you're sick with. and you don't want to expose yourself. Is your your husband going to sort of Well, he's going to have to. be in charge of handing out the candy? Uh, this year, yeah, he's going to have Okay. Uh, this year, well, I always do it. He doesn't. Uh-huh. This year, um, we're gonna have 3D uh, like holograms in the windows uh, on a projection thing. So that's gonna be really good. It's gonna scare the crap out of these kids. I see. So they expect something every year. Well, uh, they see me. They call me the ghost lady. So we're gonna give them some ghosty ghosties, and I'm sure they'll start expecting stuff every year now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Well, with that. Well, thank you again for um, honoring me with this interview, Riley. In oh, our- thank you so much for thinking about me sure. and having me in, in this interview. Honest yeah. to God, this was this is an honor. Thank you. I oh. really appreciate it. You know, I, I am sorry that I have been so busy that I I uh, got sick right after the party. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's what happened is I stressed out so much, though. And then uh, I went to the doctors because mm-hmm. I wasn't feeling good. 
and she looked at the back of my throat and she seen the rash and she's like, yeah, you got shingles. I'm like, crap. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. It's not a good time of the year for you, I know. I know. I wanted to be out there doing my thing, but, yeah. you know, I'm contagious, so I can't be in the public right now. Okay. So, in closing, do you have any upcoming events you'll be appearing at or any shout-outs for anyone? Um, yeah, I want to shout-out to uh, the Black Cross Paranormal Massachusetts Division. Mm-hmm. They are kicking it uh, up there. They're doing their thing. We have different chapters all over New England. Uh uh, in Connecticut, and also a chapter out in Arizona. Um, we are going to be at the Payne House, that's P-A-I-N-E House, in Coventry, Rhode Island, on November 7th, I believe, uh, for an investigation there. Let's see, who, what else are we going to do? That's in November. Um, and then we're, we're going to kick off uh, my radio show, Club Para. <clears throat> Excuse me, that's going to be going on. Uh, during the winter, people can go check that out at www.clubpara.com for all the listings of the radio shows and the guests that we're going to be uh, bringing on for that. And that's it until spring. And then uh, when spring comes around, we're going to be uh, rock and rolling with events starting in February. February 1st will be the it day. All right. So on behalf of myself and Riley, I'll say thank you to the fans and readers of Vital Features. You can check out our website at www.idlefeatures.com, on Twitter at hashtag idlefeatures, and on Facebook at Facebook slash idlefeatures for Riley's upcoming interview, as well as many more interviews and articles on ladies just worthy of a double take. This has been Chris Charles. Mm-hmm.